Hey, hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of A Powwow with Pops. Sorry about that technical difficulty, that was a cat. Um, uh, today, I am lucky enough to have an interview, for, one of my first interviews I've had in a while because it's been so hard for me to get people during the summertime to do interviews, and most of the people I want to talk to are old and have kids, so uh, I actually found this young gentleman here that I'm speaking with today who's in a, this new band that he's in through uh, David Lieb Hybe, uh, I believe last year, and uh, it was a one of probably my favorite conversations because it was one of the first ones where I didn't have to say anything the whole time, <laughs> which was like all my, everybody who listened to that podcast said it was probably one of the best ones because I didn't get to talk. So uh, <laughs> it was a good time. But uh, today I am joined by... So this is uh, We The Generation. This okay. is Sam on the drums. Okay. And guitar. Taylor, lead singer. Okay. So that's yeah. how many in the band total? Three? David's not with us today. He's oh. on base. Okay, so you got four. All right. Cool. Um, so where are you guys located right now? Like, where where's your home base? So our home base is in um, Crystal River, Florida. Okay. This is where y'all meet. This is where we practice. Um, Kevin is um, 20 minutes away from Gainesville. Yeah, he's oh, wow. not too far from Gainesville. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but 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 we're we're the, I would say the top local musicians in this area. Right, right. And we uh, number three in Gainesville. Huh? Number three in Gainesville. Uh, he's talking about what's on Reverb Nation. Oh, yeah. Reverb Nation, we're number three. So. Okay, cool, cool. Local area in the Gainesville area, so nice. Rock band. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, if you guys are doing you, if you guys are doing the work and putting the time and effort in. As artists, I mean, the gift back is the ability to reach more people, and that's what usually happens when you do this kind of stuff. So, um, are you all from Florida? Um, I'm from Buffalo, New York. Um, okay. I live part time in LA still. Oh wow! Okay. And yeah, and and I live in in, in this uh small, <laughs> um, retirement community where. 16 year olds try to make the casting of 16 and pregnant <laughs> well that's a very that sounds like a f- interesting play it kind of sounds like the trailer park i grew up in yeah yeah probably probably <laughs> and they were they were 14 and pregnant back then that was <laughs> oh i think you guys <laughs> i mean i'm originally from brooklyn new york okay what brought you down to florida uh, my grandparents, my grandfather actually, he was having a lot of medical issues in New York, a lot of heart attacks. Right, he right. He was in Florida before he died, and since we moved to Florida about 12 years ago, he's been perfectly okay since. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's actually why I ended up moving to Florida myself. I'm originally from New Hampshire, and my grandfather, uh, the weather was too bad for him. He actually had to move down to Florida, and that's why we ended up moving down here as well, so it's kind of funny. There's a lot of transplants from New England and Florida. I think most of Florida, if you're, if you if you talk to people, most of people in Florida are like New England transplants, like first or second generation, like their parents or grandparents had moved down here from up north. Yeah. But uh, so, um, what, but what led you guys or what started you? Uh, you could all answer individually or however you want to do it. Um, what got you all started in music? What was your What was your start? Was it Were you a little kid and you listened to a lot of records with your family? Were you 
was it a strong musical background? Like, did everybody in your family know how to play music? Was it that kind of stuff? Or, like, what were led you into art? Um, uh, for me, it was pretty easy because um, my father, he was... Uh, he was just uh, in, in all, all kinds of arts. He was like he was. I, I was like a spitting image of him in that area because um, he uh, he's a school teacher, by the way. And he would draw, he would act, he would sing, he would play guitar all the time. And when I was younger, I was raised by a lot of old um, comedies like the Marx Brothers and right, right. You know, uh, really, really old comedies that, that that most people don't know about, and a lot of musicals as well. So watching a lot of musicals and stuff like always gave me a sense of like those people are like really cool. Like those people express themselves. Right. Uh, they look like, me. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely something that I want to do instead of behind sitting behind a desk or something like that. You know. So that's what really sparked my interest, and for some reason, I just kind of grabbed onto drums. Okay. I don't know why, but um, I still do everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I always wanted to be a drummer, but I ended up being a bass player. That was my... Because <laughs> my parents wouldn't want, buy drums, so... <laughs> I actually wanted to switch over. I wanted to be a bass player. Oh, um, well. Yeah, the reason why is because um, I felt like drums is just, you know, too one-noted sometimes. But, um, but, ne but, but now as I got older, you know, I see the value of it and I see the value of the bass player. I see the value of everybody mixing together. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a big role for sure. Um, but, um, but the area that we're in, um, uh, we're, we're in Crystal River we're in Citrus County, Florida. Um, there's not much of an art scene kind of like what you're saying like in the area that you were from yeah there's there's nothing they, this community doesn't give anything any any creative outlet for um and yeah there's no creative outlet for um or artists or uh musicians or anything like that really yeah so um kind of what we did is that we created our own path um my father started uh, the first uh, music store here. Um, actually, it's this one that we're in right now. Okay. And uh, it's FS Music. And shout out to FS there, Music. It really gave like a <laughs> really brought the community together um, uh, with uh, musicians and stuff. It awesome. Get a lot of people stuff to do. You know, um, yeah. a lot of kids, teenagers hang out here. You know, so it's a good, positive, creative outlet. You know. Yeah. What, let me ask you, what are you guys' ages, if you don't mind me asking? Well, actually, it's a funny thing. Uh, Kevin will go abbreviate on that. He, he came up with the, uh, with the, uh, the band name. Okay. It was actually pretty creative. Why don't you uh, um, enlighten? Everybody in the band is, um, let's see, um, Taylor is, would be, would Generation Z, or I think they call them the, the iGen. Okay. Sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> okay. And uh, Sam is a millennial. Uh, I, it sounds like we have a sociology major in there. No. Sorry? <laughs> it it sounds like we have a sociology major in there. Uh, and I'm an Xennial. Okay. I fell between the Generation X and the millennials. Okay. So, because uh, I, I graduated high school in 1990. David are the same generation. I gen, he was yes, born yeah. after 2000, wasn't he? No. Right. right. Yeah, it's yeah. 2018. It's the I gen. Oh, wow. Yeah. the difference between these generations. I don't really see I it. don't see it. I never understood it. When it, they called us Generation I did, X, I, I, I didn't it, get it. it. Just, 
and, and I come up with it. And um, <laughs> what's the formula? And the as the, the formula is. <laughs> Please don't make it math because I'm not good at math. Yeah, people from generations, unless it's like baby boomer or the greatest generation, because you know that wouldn't work. But any, but millennials aren't having kids. But uh, you know, the last yes. three generations is the idea was to put those three together. Correct. Those three generations together in a band. Okay. Um, it's a very interesting and, idea. And they, each one of them can bring a different perspective of, mm -hmm. of music. You know, yeah. it's like. Um, Obviously, I'm going to. I listen to today's music. I teach it, um, and I listen to yesterday's music. I listen to all music. I love all music. Right. Um, but I'm going to bring the perspective that's been entrenched in me to the things that I favor and what, I love. What, what were it's, your What were your uh, like? What were you listening to when you were 15 and 16? Um, when I was 15 and 16. Oh boy, it's a long time ago, Kevin. Shut up. Can you remember that one? <laughs> Um, I was listening to DRI, Suicidal this Tendencies. Is how, this is how it worked in the house at 15 and 16. Whatever my, my brother John was, what my father was listening to, I listened to that. Which okay. was country western, bluegrass, and that's what I initially learned how to play. Okay. All right, that's what I started on because that's what that's what it was. Yeah, so yeah. So I got me chords and I took it from there. Okay. But my brother John, now he's the one, he was like nuts. He was crazy. He was the crazy one. He's the oldest. And... Um, he had like posters like Kiss and ACDC in his room and, you know, all kinds of, you know, Crocus. And all nice. Yes. Oh, I remember Crocus. Like Zeppelin and all that. And Rush. And he had like Black Sabbath hanging around. And so I started like listening to stuff like that. And I was yeah. just like, oh my God, this is completely different than what dad listens to. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of, I grinded my teeth into that. Okay. So you yeah. kind of started up uh, pretty much with metal then, like was your, your first grab at that age. That thing that really got you pumped up. Uh, about 1989. Okay. Because uh, I was just doodling on guitar. Right. But, right. And um, eight, 1898, 1989. <laughs> 1989. Um, I turned on Hey Beggar's Ball MTV when MTV played music. Yeah. And um, and I heard uh, Ozzy. Okay. And I heard. You know this riff come out da 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 da. I was like, what in God's name is that? That is yeah. awesome. I never heard of that. Oh my gosh, I heard that one too. Uh, just shut up. And um, <laughs> and I walked by and and, and it, it was it was crazy train obviously. You know? Right. But it was the tribute video to Randy Rhodes. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, I remember that, that one. That, yeah, and and I saw this player and everything, and it just something something magical happened. I looked out and just saw something about. You know his persona, the, the the way he carried himself, the way they—I don't know what it was. Yeah. And I just—I'm doing that for the rest of my life. Okay, that's a good—that's a good—that's a good explanation behind that. I could see that. I mean, that's. I was walking right to the kitchen. That <laughs> <laughs> was like, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, and here I am. All right. And how about the other two of you? Like, what was your what was your musical catch? What pulled you in, and what age? Like, what was it that just gave you the bug, and you're like, holy shit, I have to do this. Hi, Taylor. <laughs> Um, well, I started, I, I don't exactly know what it was. I started singing at the age of 14. Okay. Performing, I was in theater, I was doing, recording movies, recording music videos. I, I don't exactly know what pulled me in. I can tell you that I have had other singers in my family. One of my cousins, um, went to Berkeley for music. Okay, so you, you have it in you genetically then. 
pretty much. Yeah. Like it's something that's probably, probably pretty much a part of you that. Yeah, I would say so. I, I, there's nothing that actually pulled me in. Um, it was more prominent throughout middle school and high school because I got bullied a lot. Right. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I, used to, I, used to get, I was beat up from kindergarten all the way through high school, so I know exactly what you're talking about. I was the only punk rock of six of punk rock kids in a, a school of 1,500 students, so we got <laughs> the crap beat out of us every day. Either yeah. by the by the rednecks or the jocks, so it was uh, it was a good time back. Oh, in... Rednecks are tough, <laughs> you old man, especially them pointy boots. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm go sorry. ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't have a specific answer on that. Yeah. I just is there I... any is there any particular music or uh, something that grabbed you that made you want to become like or get into a band like this? Like, is is what what was like kind of like a band that you heard and you're like, okay, I could do this. This is something that I could, I could definitely do. Definitely Evanescence. Any, <laughs> any, I was. That's what our music kind of sounds like too. I was one of the rockers in a high school full of rednecks. Okay. So, um, I def it was definitely probably Evanescence. It was one of the first rock bands I heard from my aunt. Right. And I kind of just went on to like all of these heavy, strong, leading ladies in rock bands like hailstorm icon for hire um Do you, did you ever have you ever listened to like lush and l7 from back in the 90s the uh female punk bands and did you ever get into any stuff like that no doubt was awesome no doubt I, that's my favorite i can't say that i have no. um, if, if you want to talk about that i could probably say like pat benatar i've listened to joan jett okay joe that's my first crush joan jett actually <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh okay and how about you like what was what was your i that you you said you grew up around music and stuff so, but what was it like that really got you into this and, and made you want to want to want to do what you're doing um, what really uh, pushed me and what made me uh, make the move to California and start studying at MI and stuff like that, um, I started to, um, I was listening to a lot of like older bands when I was a teenager, right. like 80s bands, like I fell in love with like new wave 80s music. I and, collect 80s records. Um, I started listening to this this uh, song called, called uh, Sunday Morning by No Doubt. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the drums just really tied me in. It's just, it was different kind of drumming, you know, that I normally listen to. It was like really, everybody was locked in together. The drums were really locked in. The timing was really good. And uh, that really inspired me to uh, start, um, be, become a more of a mature drummer, a more mature uh, musician um, in a sense, um, serving the song and whatnot. Um, also, um, you know, it, you know, when I went to school and um, being around all the California music and stuff, um, I learned how to uh, make up, uh, do more production stuff, you know, right. not just, uh, like I said before, one note drummer, you mm -hmm. know, learning how to produce, learning how to come with uh, drum loops and all that stuff. So, so then my, so then my music taste, you know, I started listening, start listening to more stuff with electronic drums and okay. mix of acoustic drums and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I mean that, I mean, to me, seeing people do the, get together and join a band because a lot of people don't understand out there, like the time and the effort and just the thought of actually 
getting three people together and, and putting them in a room and, and trying to, especially with three different probably types of ways of coming into it musically. You know what I mean? Like in having different uh, varieties of music that you like. and Three different generations. And three generations at that, which is even, you're, you're crossing, you're, you're, you're having to redefine and figure out definitions of words that have changed between these three generations to make this work. Because it's like a lot of people I've noticed, I mean, a lot of older people, like people in my age group, don't really, I don't see too many of mine stick or like try to figure out what's new, what's happening musically. They kind of get stuck and in a rut and they want to stay, I want to listen to just the punk music that I was dancing to in 1990. I just so many musicians like that. Yeah. And to me, I was like, to me, uh, uh, musicianship and artistry is always about progression. You've got to always keep your mind open. You have to yeah. be willing to listen to stuff that is new. I, I totally agree, and that's that's a problem. You know, a lot of these rock bands and stuff they they are stuck in one type of uh, era or whatnot. Yeah. You know? so, um, and and you know they wonder why they don't really get far. You know? Yeah. They, so far you could go. You have to. You have to really. You have to um, adapt. You have to adapt, and you have to keep somewhat of your sound. I understand that, but you know you have to work with other people too. Nobody yeah. wants to work with you. I think one of my favorite uh, examples of that, and one of my favorite bands, is the Deftones. Mm-hmm. Like I feel they, over their their whole genre or their whole time that they've been around, they've actually been put in the wrong grouping of music in the first place. They were, I mean, they did covers of Jawbox, you know, like they covered Jawbox. They were, they were like a, they wanted to be more like a screamy, like pop band from the '90s, like. East Coast style, but they got, you know, cornered in with corn and, you know, Limp Biscuit and all that kind of stuff. But if you listen to their music and their words, they're no, they're way above those two bands. Like to me personally, in my, in my uh, opinion, they have way more to say. They, they seem like they're more, they're on the human tip with the, like their music. They, they, they can speak to their fans and they, and their fans always seem to get it but they've always been able to do different stuff they've done electronic stuff they've done a lot of dj stuff you know they've mixed in and out of the music it's gotten hard it's gotten super slow soft so those are one of the like a, an example to me of a band that i know of that is still around that has had that ability over the past 20 some odd years to to, to flow to go with the ebb and flow and, and grow so um but no that's a very important thing and um what is what do you guys want to do with your music? Like, what is your, do you want to, I mean, is it something that you want to, is this like a, something that you want to push really hard and get out there and just start torn and just hitting it as hard as you can? Is this something, I mean, is this, because you say you, you live in California as well, so I'm sure traveling back and forth is not always as easy when it, when it comes to playing music and working as well, so. Right. Um, you know, that's a, that's a really good question. And that's stuff that we need to discuss as a group. I mean, we're barely new. I mean, to be honest with you, me and Kevin, uh, been jabbing back and forth with this project for about how long? Five years. Hold on. Oh, wow. Eight years. Eight years. And and so it's been in the ether for eight years and now it's coming to, okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to those songs, the edge and stuff like that. Yeah. You're gonna hear, you know, me when I'm 19 years old on the drums. You okay, so great. You're gonna hear her when she's 16 years old. Right, know? right, right. 
we 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 tracked um in the studio this this stuff that's like on reverb nation like a long time ago yeah and um and it's amazing how mature and um how um how musically um sense our music senses have really um grew you know and changed in that time what do you um, think uh so where do you feel like you've moved uh from the stuff that you had recorded then like where where uh how have you matured as a band um well when i wrote when i wrote that music when i wrote the, the guitar when the music for it i didn't write the uh, lyrics but i wrote the music for those songs when i write a song um there's like three things i think of the first thing i think of is that I want every song I write to be a hit. I want it to be a hit. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cocky. That's good I, right that, there. Huh? I, no, I, that's, I want, it's, you, I, well, that's the mentality I have. It's a good mindset. All right. It's Second honesty. The thing is, is, I don't want it to be dated. Right. All right. I want it to be able to, someone to turn it on 10 years from now and say, God, this sounds fresh. Right, right, right. I got right. you. 20 yeah. years from now, that sounds fresh. It sounds raw. It sounds fresh. It sounds great. Um, okay. I guess there's two things right there. And, um, the third thing, oh, the third thing is, is that nobody, nobody loses their musical identity. Right. Right. I am a guitar player. He's a drummer. She's a singer. And, you know, you can't, you can't take, you know, the guitar player out of the guitar player. You can't take the drummer out of the drummer and you can't take the singer out of the singer. Right. So everybody, has to sh everybody has to, everybody has to shine their own way because they put so much work into what they've done um, for so many years. And you got... Uh, about three minutes and 30 seconds to prove that point. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, when I was 16, did American Idol. Oh, wow. Uh, when you go into a competition or anything especially like that, you have 15 seconds to impress those judges. That is all they give you. If they are not impressed in 15 seconds, you're not worth their time. Right. So it's it's uh, you, your work ethic. It sounds like your guys's work ethic is uh, one. You want to write music. That one is like he said, timeless. You want to make sure when you're performing that you perform at your best level. It sounds but that's like. the goal. I don't know if someone's going to say, "Hey, that's timeless," but that's the goal of my mind. No, I'm no, writing. no, totally. No, I mean, I think that's. I think most musicians have that same mentality. Like I. I was just listening to some some stuff that I'd played when I'd written some stuff back with some friends back in '05, and I, like it could be played now. Like it was, it didn't it didn't seem like it aged at all to me. Like it yeah. sounded better now than it did to me back then, which was kind of funny. I didn't appreciate it as much, but uh, but no, I think every musician wants the ability to share their art, do it in a way that it, it connects with the listener. And you're able to share the moment that that listener is there for, and that's that, and that's the connection, that's the artistic connection that, or that has that the that the musician has with with the audience. I mean, is that your biggest goal then? Is just to give them the best thing that you could possibly give them? Yeah, it's gonna start drawing a certain crowd of people. I mean, we we we're not one hundred percent sure what kind of people that this is gonna draw. I mean. We do have a few uh, fans, but, um, you know, this high dive show is going to be the first show, you know, right? that, that we ever played. So that's going to draw it's gonna, we're going to hear, you know, from from the crowd, you know, we're, we're going to definitely get an idea, you yeah. know, of what exactly our 
I mean, our music is pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. It's uh, got a pop feel to it. It's, it's, it's kind of a dark rock. Yes, it is. I, that's the way how I, how I describe it. This is how I thought when I wrote this, when I wrote the music anyhow, not the words, but the music. Right. right. And the stuff we're writing now, I said, you know, I said, I wonder what, okay, at that time I said, I wonder how, okay, let's see. If you took Amy Lee from Evanescence, and threw right. her in Ozzy's band. And threw her in Ozzy's band to write music. Okay. Randy Rhodes or Jakey Lee or those. <laughs> what would come out? Like? Right. And that's how these songs come about. <laughs> of course, with my own identity. Right. So now yeah. it's like, uh, the songs I'm writing now, it's like, okay, if I took like, you know, like Alan Walker, which is not rock music, even though it is. Alan Walker does the songs it's Sing so Me to Sleep. And... <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying it's kind of like, what, what do they call it? Music? It's like pop beat music. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, whatever, and uh, you know, it's on my it's on my playlist. But I said, you know, I take if I get this and I put this together and I put that together, what would it come out and sound like? Right, and rock right. guitar. So it's like you just like make your own band. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 definitely. I see that. I mean, and I could tell in the songs. I mean, I listened to Cold. What is it? Cold Handed, Bring Me Home, Oh Father, uh, The Edge, and Carol's Song. I didn't have a chance to listen to Charlotte Street and The Devil Loosed yet. But I listened to the other ones. And you guys, you said you did that when you were 19 and she was 16? I could have been younger, but yeah. Okay, that I mean, as someone who didn't pick up a bass until he was 24, <laughs> honestly, uh, very impressive with the stuff. You guys, I mean, you. to me, I think the least thing, or at least when I was in a band, I guess the best thing I, I ever someone ever told me was just you know play what you love love what you're playing and if and play it for yourself first and then that's and then the people will come you know what I mean you just keep doing it for the love of the the music and people show up I mean that's how that's how every band that I've ever watched grow in Gainesville over the years that's how it's been done just through sheer effort putting your face out there and now with social media you have even more of an ability to get a larger media you know group following and you don't even have to have them in the same city which is awesome you know like you have so many abilities to grow your fan base even over in china or japan you know and it's all through social media that you can do oh, i'd love to play in japan but, i'd love Oh, I would tour Japan. Crazy, they got some crazy music over there. I would, I would tour Japan. Music. If they said, hey, hey, we generation, you want to come tour Japan? I'd say, what, what, what boat do I have to get on? <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, wait, don't twist my arm too hard. I've never been on a plane in my life. Jeez. I told Jeez. you I'd sing a song in Japanese. Listen to all that anime. What, what I love anime too, man. Yeah, yeah. Full Metal Alchemist the Brotherhood. You don't talk about Jay, right? Bubblegum Crisis. Full melt, full melt. Oh yeah, uh, Vampire Hunter D was one of my yeah. favorites. Oh yeah, the Gun Peel Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Sword Art Online or Black Butler. Yeah, yeah. I watch a lot of them on net. There's a bunch of killer ones on uh, Netflix. Uh, yeah, he can see, recording. but he sees me right now, probably. I mean, be on my shirt right now. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see my fingers there. There they are. There's two, five, you have all of them, that's good. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> I have four, and it works. 
So, um, Gosh, what, what are you guys, are you guys, my um, eyes right here. <laughs> are you guys planning to, uh, uh, do any sort of tour or anything coming up soon? Or like, like where you leave the state, maybe do like the East coast tour or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, we haven't really had a chance to discuss that yet, but in my eyes, I could definitely see, you know, this is a band that could definitely go on tour and, you know, um, get a, get a record deal. You know, I have a few contacts in that area. Um, but you know, um, we'll see, see how, see how, um, everybody grinds at first, you know, um, you know, uh, to be in a band, you have to fight, for it you know you have to uh work for it definitely but they're interested in seeing so you have to make your place too you have to show them that you belong where you're trying to go well you we don't want to beat up any people but obviously yeah. we're not just gonna have a mosh pit just right <laughs> <out>. <laughs> that's funny uh, but so you guys are working on uh, Never mind. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> you're yeah, good. You're good. Just... no i was just gonna say i was gonna we could use some like uh some uh Catch, catch words and everything that people use to, catch as David would say, Lee Hart would say, <laughs> like reptilians. He met, and... he met David Lee Bahart. He's. Uh, oh, he tried, I tried, he yeah, he actually played guitar in, David, uh, yeah. in a few shows. When um, I was eleven, I was supposed to go on tour with Green Day, Three Days Grace, and um, <laughs> Nickelback. My a good friend of mine's uncle is actually the bass player of Three Days Grace. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. This grace is awesome. So, uh, uh, okay, you're talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can we can bring it back around. It's no problem. I've done comedy before. We'll bring it right back around. So, um, your show coming up July 12th. Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, um, have you guys? Um, what time are you playing? Uh, who else are you playing with? Do you guys know who else is going to be joining you that evening? And uh, any other information like that? Uh, yeah. Um, funny thing is that the bands that I booked for it, um, you know, summertime, a lot of people change their minds. And I had this um, one girl named Cami, and she uh, said that she could do the show. And then she said, oh, wait, no, I can't. I'm like, right. oh, great. And then she's like, no, no, it's okay. I can do it. It's like, okay, awesome. And now she's like, you know what? I'm not going to do the show. Oh, that's a bummer. And, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, this is, uh, this is something that we've been playing out for a while now. And that's a, I, I love, I love that. That's great. Um, and, and now, and I have a, a different artist. Her name is Angela. And um, I don't really know who she is. Uh, she she has an EP out. Her music sounds okay. Um, and uh, she's just not really good at um, communication. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, and then we and then and then um, I know that Pat over at uh, over at uh, over at High Dive. He's got um, a pretty good. Uh, pretty good uh, band opening up uh, right before we're about to go on and also he has a another band with um i think it's like a teenager band or something like oh, that. oh i love teen bands i was in one yeah Same. it's like really young uh teenagers what's that he said who's in one nice and yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. a newspaper too ow <laughs> times, I think I guess you could say, <laughs> excuse me 
So no, that uh, sounds great. Yeah, um, I mean, so we're supposed to be playing uh, at um, eleven forty. Okay. Uh, there's some interesting bands coming up. Um, you know, it's so yeah. mostly rock. Mostly yeah, yeah. Rock. Mostly front um, female singers. Okay. Like Taylor. Right, right. Uh, so. Yeah, I, it's gonna be, uh, it's are you doing be... any other shows around Florida, or is this like the only thing you got going right now that you're uh, setting up for like me or for just the, or you or the band or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Taylor hasn't uh, done a show in a while. She's in about a year and a half. Um, I went back to school. I started working uh, as an Vampire. EMT. Okay, I worked as an EMT for two years. Prior to that. And now I'm working as a phlebotomist in um, a hospital, but I also, I make cosplays and I'm a cosplayer. I go to shows, I go to conventions, so I haven't actually performed in about two and a half years. She's educated. She's quite talented with the makeup stuff. (laughs) I'm actually going back to school for cosmetology as well. I do have my certs for special effects makeup though, because I've done them for movies. Oh, Oh. so you're even, even, there's another art that even you so you're a singer you're an actual artist as well like so with your hands okay gotcha yeah i i, I can also draw as well um so oh. i also do play instruments but <laughs> I, I, above somebody's, <laughs> above somebody's like really really not good looking like can you help them in that area i can make them look pretty yes that's yeah. nice yeah anybody. that's a good service anybody. i can make you look pretty i need okay. help <laughs> <laughs> Bad help. If, if you want to look like Michael Jackson, I can make you look like Michael Jackson. Oh, I got the hair. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't look like. Well, he looked like the Michael Jackson from Thriller, where he's a corpse, like he's a. I can do that too. Because he probably looks the same now. Yeah, pretty close, I'm sure. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was the question? No, go ahead and uh, tell him. Tell him when's the last time you played? Oh, the last time I played on stage? Yeah, yeah. Uh, about a month ago. Month ago. Uh, where do you play in other bands? All recital with my um, my students. I teach. Um, Our music store is in a it's in a dead mall. Anyhow. <laughs> that's and, uh, That's a cool name for I, a band. I, I teach music yeah. here at the store. I've been teaching here for ten years, and I have about sixty students. Oh wow! Okay. So, um, twice a year we have a recital. Okay. What I do full time is all uh, everything I do full time is music. Oh wow, wow! And uh, and I'm uh, I'm very blessed to say that uh, you know I've done very well at it. That's like, that's speaking that's, and um, the dream yeah, of a lot of musicians. It, yeah, <laughs> the dream. That's like I said. I walked past and saw Randy Rhodes. Said that's what I'm going to do. And I'm yeah. doing it. Oh wow! Well, that's and, um, awesome, man. I'm glad, good congratulations. You just got to work hard for your dream and what what how. I, my philosophy is this: if you aim for the moon and you land in the clouds, you did good. Yeah. Right, right, right. At least you're at least you're going up. Right, you didn't hit the ground. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and so, but if you aim for the clouds, you're going to stay on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, you're going to end up, you know, whining about why why things went wrong for you. you never take the responsibility for yourself. Right. Being self aware. Being self aware is important. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's last but the last time. Uh, okay. I was on stage and, um, but yeah, it's it's. Um, it's 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 like for me getting on stage is um what do you call it? It's like sitting euphoric. What are you talking it's, about right now? You I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the adjective to, to describe. You know, just getting on stage. You're 
It's it's uh, it's uh, Lisa endorphins, you know. It, gives, it's, well, it does it does that, but it's also just it's just like practice. It's like teaching. It's like you know, uh, it's like a fighter. They tell them, you know, it's just like the, it's just like practice. It's just like the gym. Right. It's just like that. You have to have that mentality not to over freak yourself out. Right. You don't think. Oh, so yeah. Relax. You, you don't think about and it. Let, and let the show come. Oh, through. I never had that problem. Right. I never, I never had a problem. With it. I love being on stage. I never had to try. Is oh, that man. what you're talking about? Well, early on, when I was a teenager, when I was a teenager, I had tremendous stage fright. I didn't mess up with the guitar, but I kept my head down. Right. I don't have stage fright, I did that. I, if I yeah. get off stage and people try to come talk to me, I will blatantly look at the ground because I'm very shy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, super I'm, shy, so if, if I'm getting off stage, like, I, can, I can sing and perform, no problem, but getting off stage and actually having to like engage in conversation with fans is very awkward for me right right i just love every aspect of it well, i feel like i feel like every talker. well you know every <laughs> every i think that humans like to be adored you know so i mean yeah definitely we're we're uh i mean we're creatures that need attention yeah most definitely i feel that that is that's the yeah. biggest that's one big part of it but i also feel musicians and people that are artistic and and are are that want to do it for their life. There we're we're kind of cons- to me it's like it's like a uh, a big community of weirdos, like people that just don't want to really Amen. follow along <laughs> follow along with the the status quo and do the do the status quo yeah, stuff. You want to you, world, you know? Yeah, yeah. You want to make I, the world your world. You don't want to live in the world that somebody made for you. I just yeah, feel, exactly. um, I just feel very blessed that you know that I have found you know in this time that I've been here in this area right fine Sam um, you know just a phenomenal drummer uh, has a great has a great um, just a, a, a great he has a great musical mind as far as like there's little things and there's little details I can't explain it right the Things that people would miss and everything, to hum a melody, to hear to hear that little thing. Right, he had he has the little ear. thing that was that, that could turn a song in a second and say yeah 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 yeah. And you like and just like something that was missing, you put it there. Something he has that uh, wonderful ability to do that and everything, and uh, a great energy on stage. And we and we laughed a lot on stage, so I have to not look at him. You know you know uh, you, you know what you're doing right now. You, you're doing exactly what he wants you to do because all drummers love to hear that because my best friend's well, a drummer. <laughs> well, you, 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 know, you know what I mean? Because drummers, that's the thing. People don't... My friend George Rubello from Hot Water Music, he, 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 he makes fun of like the bass player and the guitars. He's like, they got to use amplified equipment. He's like, I'm just using wooden sticks. He's like, and look what I can do in metal. You know, like it's, it's a funny thing because like... Drummers are modest, but they also have that little thing. Like, if they're really good drummers, they know they're good drummers. I mean, well, we had a we had a, we had a saying we had a saying back in high school and band class that drummers are not musicians; they're athletes. Yeah, no, totally for sure. I mean, they're like marathon runners. It's crazy the, the what and then, uh, they do. Taylor, you know, um, I saw her. I was doing this. Um, I think it was the Citrus County uh, talent contest. I think it was a talent contest here in the mall, and. Um, and I was one of the judges, and I saw her get up there, and I was like, "Okay, I get to get the girl to sing for me." I said, "This girl's like uh, Don Michelle. Uh, she's like Amy Lee, and you know, you know, Lizzie, Lizzie Hale. Um, 
uh, like all wrapped up to one, just that had that power vocalist, beautiful voice. And right. At such a young age, and I was like, and and no music lessons with it, no no vocal training with it. I'm like, frick. I was yeah, like, I want that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was yeah. like, I said, I thought, and, that, and that's, you spot that talent. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I want to play with her. Does. I want to play with her. <laughs> what's what's uh, judge for you like? Were you like a, like an American Idol swing? Yeah, I was on the left hand, so I'd be like Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. I, w- I would have been like Simon. That was Jeff. <laughs> oh, Jeff is definitely. Oh, you gotta beat this piano teacher I have here, man. He's, he's um. <laughs> he's something special. He may not be. He may just be hurt. Don't, don't judge. So, are you guys um? When, after you do this stuff, are you you have all this stuff on Spotify? Did you or on the? I'm sorry, the other music. I, uh, I have so many that I have the Reverb Nation one. It's did, getting rolled up on Spotify though. So are you, oh, it is. Are you guys? Do you guys have it released on vinyl or anything? Have you guys thought of releasing a, a vinyl cut of this? And yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, for our show, we're gonna have uh, some items for sale. Okay. Able to buy, you know, make sure you bring. Um, uh, at least two hundred dollars and spend it all. So uh, I actually bring five hundred dollars. That'd probably be better. You know what? Five hundred. <laughs> oh, actually, five hundred. You could get some drinks and then get some beer. Uh, oh yeah, you can buy drinks, but you know you gotta buy the merch because this merch. Let me tell you something. This phenomenal stuff. You know, <laughs> got t-shirts. That's how bands uh, make their money. Yes. We got uh, we got a single. We have some art. Um, some drawings, right, from uh, Taylor. Oh, cool. Uh, um, I got. I, I'm signing some drums, drumsticks. So if you want, like, a new pair of drumsticks, I'll sign them. And, yeah. You know, so guitar so, picks. Ow. Yeah, guitar picks. Are good. Good. That's, that's what the, that's what the guitar player does. He throws the picks to the I audience. I can't give out my. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can give out a microphone. You could throw. You could throw it at them. I'd probably start a riot. That'd be great. That'd be great to ask. <laughs> Sharon Osmond will show, show up and try to, you know. Yeah, so bring all your money. So <laughs> bring the money and bring su- at least two hundred dollars and support the band. Support the band, you know. Yeah, we, we, we'll appreciate it. We um, might take a picture of you if you do that. Too. There you go. But in all seriousness, but you know, for me, in my mind, it's like I see, I see great, wonderful things. I see this thing going and. Um, show after show after show but good shows right good shows we're just gonna have to keep keep we're working so hard right now and keep working hard keep working hard and keep pushing but good shows yeah and, it's like and, baby. and yes yeah you don't want and, to do that i've done that and not like for me but in an ambulance oh you make <laughs> your mark you make your mark in say like gainesville right everybody wants to come and a crowd comes to see you at high dive or whatever right or the are in gainesville um then you can go make your market somewhere else, you know. Exactly. Um, High and, Dive is a great and, venue. And, yes, and, it is. and um, yeah. you can go to, you know, uh, Janice, you know where that's at, don't you? Down in St. Pete. Uh, oh yeah, know? that's where I saw Social Distortion in 1989 on the Prison Bound. Okay, tour. I played there. And um, <laughs> and uh, and um, movies of opening act. We're one of the opening acts, and we played down there. And so places like that, we need to make our mark. Yeah, Janice Lane is a good spot for sure. Uh, what's the theater in Ebor City? Is Florida Theater still in Ebor? Yes, that's a good spot too. Yeah. I always I, a lot of bands from Sarasota always try to get shows up there when they were. I'm more familiar with the Tampa. I'm, I'm, music area. I'm more yeah. familiar with the St. Pete 
music scene that I am because that's where my roots lie at. Okay. And, and the, the, the Gainesville side. Do though you, I live 20 minutes away from Gainesville. Right. Do you remember uh, Daddy Cool Records? Oh, yeah. Okay, I, yes, I knew Daddy Cool very well when he was in Sarasota. I actually uh, did some work for him. I used to flyer for him for shows back in the day, so that's funny. I don't, dude, what, whatever happened to him, do you know? No. <laughs> I'm kind of curious if he's look. still around. <laughs> I mean, because he was old in the 80s, like late 80s. He was in, like, in his mid to late 40s, so I was like, he's got to be 80 now, practically. Wow, that means I'm old, shit. Um, <laughs> Call me when you're 90. We'll talk how old you are. Yeah, right. Yeah, then we could uh, if I can talk. Um, <laughs> you can gum it. Gum it out. But um, they, they, they you have... could retire to Citrus County when you're 90. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> Seriously, or we go back to Sarasota. But the yeah. fact that we are doing this out of Citrus County, that 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 is a band that has fight in it. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I would have to say I, I agree with you because, like, it was, I remember back in the 90s, there was, like, a, a band or two that, like, from Brandon, Florida, you know, or out, I actually knew one from Plant City. It was this punk band. They didn't last too long, but they tried. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not easy in a small town to do it. And uh, and I really, you know. There's one band. I remember from Ocala, and they're huge. Yeah. Do you remember? Well, from that's Ocala. Ocala. Yeah, but Ocala's not that big. Ocala is not that big, right? Yeah. Ocala's not not like if you're going to like Orlando or Tampa. Ocala's like a little bit bigger than our county. Yeah. So. Yeah, Day to Remember is the biggest one. What's what's the big one that came out of uh, Inverness? Was it the Ocala. Mighty Mongo or something? Was one Ocala? Who's that? Uh, we already we just uh, identified that one. Oh. From Ocala. That's There's where I was also born. a modern day escape from Ocala. They're not as big though. Right. There was one big band out of us, of uh, Inverness, Bushes and Citrus, but I can't remember what their name was. Well, I just gotta say, it's gotta, it's, it, it as, a, as a music listener and someone who loves art, uh, to see three people from three different generations get together and attempt to do something in a town where it doesn't seem, like you said, a really large music scene, and you guys are taking the time and putting the effort and the heart and the love into it. And that's kind of like one of those things that a lot of people don't understand about artists is sometimes you make little sacrifices of so many sorts just to do what you love to do. And, uh, I mean, I gotta say it's, it's, uh, you know, it's something to look up to. And I think most people out there should, if you're ever looking to start a band and no matter where you're at, don't let the size of the town stop you. Right. Do your thing Get it going, and just don't worry about what other people think. You guys do your shit, you know, and then you'll you'll do well, you know. Like you just you gotta you gotta do you. This you can't let anybody else stop you from doing you. So like that's something that, that I think this is a good example. You guys are a good example of that. That you could. That's a good example that you could share with a lot of people as well. It's like you know here we got nowadays. I mean there is. A lot amongst other things, ageism, you know, younger kids think older people, like people, even people that I work with who are in their 20s, that I'm 47, so they look at me and they're like, ah, you're an old fart, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And I so live, you know, and like the whole ageism thing, it's it's gotten a little bit more, more uh, prominent nowadays, and you guys seem to have been able to uh, get around that, even though you, you seem to have 
different well, musical coming, backgrounds coming and interests. Like you know, a man child. You know. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's what I think. <laughs> man child is okay. Man child okay, is okay. What, you have to have one side of you that has to be wise, pragmatic, and a realist. Well, like what you said, uh, uh, musicians are just different people. You know? And then yeah. all the, can I speak? Thank you. Okay. On one side, you have to be when you become when you become a man. One day, Sam. All right. When you become a man. Have you hit that? Yes, I have. I had that puberty yesterday. Now listen. <laughs> Half of you has to be, and you know this, Jay. You have to be pragmatic. You have to be a realist. You know, we have to go to work. We have to pay our bills. We have to do that. We have to get along in society. Right. But being a musician on the other side is like my right side of my brain is like, oh, oh frick, I'm going to be a kid and everything. I'm, I, I just want to go take people's root beer from their hands and stuff like that. Give me candy and, <laughs> and all that kind of crazy oh. stuff. I want cotton candy. I want to get on the craziest ride. You know, right. all that kind of stuff. So, talk about a battle going on in the brain like that. You got to stay pragmatic, realistic, on the other side. Hey, wait, some crazy other, stuff going on over here. That's the, all right. The other side, he's going, you know, let's get Action. crazy, you know. And I think, that, I think that what music does. Music yeah. keeps a person young. No, it does, for sure. I mean, art does when they as stop, well. they die. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, this wow. is a little dark. Yeah, that's a little, yeah, I do, a little I bit do. sour right there. I do, I do, I do, I do. I think, I think people stop music and think when they just like give up and start they die. No. Um, this is what they are, it's what you are. Did I die and get resurrected? Like, I'm talking about as you get older, not when you're like, a, not, maybe, when, maybe not, when, you not when you're an anthropod. <laughs> It's like maybe 25% of you 25%. And now we're restoring that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting to 100%. It's like a health potion from Legend of Zelda. There you go. Not not when I you're... I don't follow those games. Legend of Zelda is the bomb, man. I used to play you? Super Ninja Turtles. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful. Super Ninja Turtles. Uh, Dino City when I was cool. a kid. And those are the games that we play. I so pl you never play hey, Mario? Hey, Jay, I play, oh, Rage, I play the Mystery Rage. Case Files. Oh, the Mystery Case Files. Paper Hearst and all this. I love those games. Right, right. Like, oh, man. I was, I was a Dungeons and Dragons nerd when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My brother played that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my that was that, and then we played the skateboard game 720 all the time. But... What, is that? what is that show? Oh, my gosh. I can't think of the show anymore. <laughs> but um, I just... Um, we're actually... Already quickly, already at to our hour point over here, guys. And uh, I really appreciate you all taking the time, sitting down with me, uh, sharing your story with me, uh, introducing yourselves to the listeners here at the Powwow with Pops. Um, I thank you again for reaching out to me again and, and doing this. This is very, I really appreciate that. That was very kind of you to think of me uh, for you guys to do this and come on the show. Um, this won't be the last time again, like I told you before. We'll do this again sometime, and and uh, maybe next year or something, we could hit it back up and see where you guys are and uh, catch up with you. And if I'm not working on July 12th, folks, make sure you make it out to the high dive and check out these kids, all the kids. Check out the two kids and the man child. <laughs> we the generation. At the high dive, uh, July twelfth. Man, child, I love it. Right, and again, guys, thank you so much for your time. Uh, any last things you want to say? You want to promote anything? You want to throw out an Instagram thing or anything out to the uh, to the people before we uh, call it a day? Absolutely. Um, you can follow us at individually. Uh, go ahead, dealer. Um, I have two Instagrams. I've got my personal one which is ravenous 97 you might want to spell that r-a-v-e-n okay o-u-s 97 v-r is capitalized 
Okay. And I also have my cosplay page, which you'll, I'll have to spell this out too. It's E-S-U-K-I mm-hmm. underscore O-K-A-M-I underscore C-O-S. It's a short one. I know. Let me, <laughs> like, I'm not sure if that's okay. accurate. It might be period. Right, Bosky double checks. Uh, my my Instagram is Sam Drums. Pretty okay. easy. Uh, my Facebook um, and um, other things should should lead you to my other social media. Okay. Samuel Arcadipani. My last name is spelled A R C A D I P A N E. Okay. All right, Jay, I lied to you. It is periods, not underscores. Okay, folks, not underscores, periods. Remember that. <laughs> In between Suki, period, <laughs> Okami, period, cause. You got it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. And, mine's, um, and the man-child next. Anyhow, <laughs> mine's official, Kevin E. Holdren, H-O-L-D-R-E-N. It's all one together. Awesome. That's, yeah, so I don't say it. Um. Yeah, I just gotta make sure I gotta, I gotta check. Yeah. So yeah, um, you know whoever's listening, yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, uh, we we are gonna be playing on July twenty first. The show, the doors open at eight o'clock. Our band is gonna be playing at eleven forty, I believe. Eleven forty. Okay. And we're gonna be playing for fifty minutes, and okay. it's gonna be a hell well, that's of a, a good, show. That's a long. Go show. buy tickets. Awesome. Yeah, you can buy. The tickets are eight bucks online. They're six dollars. They're six bucks online. If anybody's in the area listening to this, you can also get pick up tickets, advanced tickets at um, FS Music. Okay. Um, you can uh, get the tickets online at High Dive, no problem as well. Awesome. Well, y'all, again, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's Saturday. I know you probably had some other stuff to do, but uh, on beach, man. But, uh, yeah, thank you for everything. Uh, again, you guys are awesome. Uh, you all have a wonderful day. Don't work too hard. And uh, can't wait to see you guys on the 21st. Word. All right, all right. guys, you take care of thank yourselves. You. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Peace. Peace. All right, folks, that was it. That was We Are Generation from Inverness, Florida. Check them out. All right. You guys have a great day. This is the Pow Wow with Pops. Deuces.